Section two of Above the French Lines by Stuart Walcott. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Stuart Walcott's Letters. Letters one through eleven. One. Avord, July fourth, nineteen seventeen. Dear H. My work here is going well, although slowly. Those in my class ought to get out by October if nothing goes wrong. There are some one hundred and fifty Americans learning to fly now in France besides the ones the government may have sent over more than a hundred at this one school and the oddest combination i've ever been thrown with chauffeurs second-story men ex-college athletes racing drivers salesmen young bums of leisure a colored prize-fighter ex-foreign legionnaires ball-players millionaires and tramps not too good a crowd according to most standards but the worst bums may make the best aviators there is plenty of need for all of them there are lots of frenchmen here also and a big crowd of russians mostly happy youngsters having a very good time they're always in a hurry to get up in the air and are continually breaking machines in their necks the americans have an endless streak of luck in being able to fall out of the air and collect themselves uninjured from amidst a pile of kindling wood which was the machine as yet i haven't done any piloting in the air so can't talk very wisely about the glories and thrills of slipping through the ephemeral clouds all i have learned is that almost any kind of a dub can be a pilot but that there aren't a lot of very good ones the idea is to get enough practice to become a good one before arguing with the elusive bosch at a high altitude it looks over here as though there will be about two years more of war judging from what most people say it is to be hoped that after twelve to eighteen months we will be able to take france's place at the front for she deserves to be relieved and will have to be even now france is almost spent it will be england and the united states who will finish the war this war is a terrible thing but for america it is an opportunity as well i'm glad that we have at least come into it and that it will be no halfway fight that we must put up the canadians have been about the best regiments in the war why shouldn't america be as good stuart two Ecole de aviation militaire avoid cher france friday july thirteenth nineteen seventeen you see it's friday the thirteenth my lucky day and i'm happy because the work is going well first i'll tell you about a smash i had a week or so ago the roller or roller class which i smashed in has the same machine as those that fly with a forty five p motor only it is throttled down and we are supposed to keep it on the ground just about ready to fly but not quite getting up a speed of about thirty miles per hour when there is the slightest wind we cannot roll because the wind turns the tail around and swings the machine in a circle a wooden horse cheval de bois i wrote about the end of the list saturday and the wind had come up as the day got on work stops at eight thirty a m always because there's too much wind my first sortie or trip went okay with a considerable breeze on the tail but on the second there was too much wind and after i got going pretty fast around she went the wind caught under the inside wing and up it went smash went the outside wheel and a crackle of busting wood all the front framework of wood that holds the motor was smashed a pretty bad break the monitor was a bit mad and talked to me in a bit of french the next morning i was called in to see the chief of the belleroute school lieutenant de chavans a very nice officer he told me that my monitor was not satisfied with me that he had told me to do something cut the motor when the machine started to turn three separate times 
and that each time i had intentionally disobeyed that if anything like that happened again i would be radiated discharged from the school that was quite the first i had ever heard of it and i was so mad at the monitor that i could have kicked him in the head i tried to explain to the lieutenant but he never heard a word so i just gurgled with wrath and didn't do anything but yesterday we got another monitor who was a different sort the class after roller is decolle it is the same machine but one gets off the ground about a meter or two then slacks up on the motor and settles to earth it is strictly forbidden to decolle in the roller class this morning i had a sortie in the roller and all of a sudden noticed that i was in the air a bit managed to keep it straight and get out of the air without smashing the monitor said nothing so i decollated on all the sorties when i got out the monitor explained that it was strictly forbidden to go off the ground in the roller class that i shouldn't have done it and then asked me if i would like to go up to the other class whereupon consenting i am now in the decollet class leaving sixteen rather peeved americans who arrived in the roller the same time i did who can perform in the roller quite as well as i can and who will remain in the roller for some time yet they've no grudge against me however as it was only a streak of luck on my part later in the morning i had some sorties in the decollere and got up two or three meters the wind was too strong so my trips were a bit rough but nothing was damaged so hurrah for friday the thirteenth three july seventeenth nineteen seventeen the work has been going very well since last i wrote you which was only two or three days ago i told you about it last leaving the blessed roller i never was so relieved in my life the first evening in the decolle class i was requisitioned to turn tails and the morning after there was too much wind to work the decolle is the one where you go up two or three meters and settle down by cutting speed the first time i had three sorties in the wind bounced around a lot but did no damage the next time was first thing in the morning two meters up on the first four or five on the fifth strictly against orders i even had to piquet point the engine toward the ground a little which is not at all comme il faut in the decolle but these frenchmen are funny chaps sometimes they will get terribly angry and punish one for disobeying and again they will be tickled to death with it if i had smashed while doing more than i was told to there would have been a lot of trouble as it was no objection and the monitor personally conducted me to the piquet class with a very nice recommendation now there are two piquet classes one with a piece about a quarter of a mile long in which one is supposed to do little more than decolle get up about five meters and piquet un tout petit piu hardly at all after comes the advanced piquet with a much longer piste on which one can get up to one hundred meters three hundred feet on my first sortie in the piquet i was told to roll on the ground all the way so continuing my policy did a low decolle next i was supposed to do a two meter decolle so went up ten and piquet had ten sorties in the class one morning getting as high as i could about twenty meters and went to the advanced piquet that night last night four sorties there last night with a machine with a poor motor so it didn't get up over a hundred feet and this morning i did my first real aviating there was a bit of wind blowing so the monitor mr moses only let a lieutenant and me go up as we had gone better than the others last night first it was a bit rainy and always bumpy as the deuce air puffs and pockets which required the entire corrective force of the wing warp and rudder to overcome my last sortie was decidedly active 
the wind had developed into a bit of a breeze which is to a belleron like a rough sea to a rowboat two or three times i got a puff that tipped the machine way over put the controls over as far as i could and waited seemed a minute before she straightened the trouble was that the machine was climbing and therefore not going very fast if i had piqued it would have corrected quicker i had no trouble at all in making the landing hopping out of the machine i saw the head monitor rushing over to mr moses on the double shouting volubly in french and berating him severely i gathered that he had been watching my manoeuvres expecting something to fall every instant and that he strenuously objected to moses letting me go up work stopped there for the morning and it was very fully explained to me what the trouble was if i have some sorties there to-night i go to tour de piste flying field in the morning i may be on newport in two weeks i am now beginning to see the advantages of the belleroe training there is a great deal of preliminary work on or near the ground in all other aviation training such as at newport news ninety per cent of the work is in making landings in piquetting down redressing at the proper moment and making gradual connections with the earth i haven't made a really bad landing yet and the reason is that i have been in a machine so much on and near the ground that i have sort of developed a sense or feel of it and almost automatically redress accordingly and settle easily also i can tell pretty closely what is flying speed because of the work on the rollers it's the same way with all the other students only i know it now from my own experience and this morning i began to realize that my hundred minutes at newport news was invaluable i not only found out some of the tricks of a master hand karlstrom but also developed a bit of confidence in the air and air sense without which i would have gotten into trouble this morning my bumpy ride this morning is absolutely invaluable i'll probably never have so much trouble in the air again because a fast machine or even a bailero with a good motor would hardly have noticed these puffs it was a bit risky i guess or the head monitor would not have been worried but now that it's over i know a lot more four dear blank you have certainly developed into a wonderful correspondent honest to goodness a letter you started my way about a month ago is quite the most satisfactory and amusing thing i have received since i've been over here based on practically no material yet it was alive with interest every line there's nothing like a finishing school education if i thought you could knit i would immediately appoint you as my marraine godmother for it's quite possible for one person to have more than one soldier and i am but a soldier of the second class in the french army as i understand it the chief duty of a marraine is to write letters you started that in good style and to knit wool scarves which the devoted soldier hands to a french peasant woman to unravel and make a pair of socks out of many yale boys have wandered in upon us of late alan winslow wally winter george mosley and others also chester bassett late of washington and harvard university who i believe has the good fortune to be acquainted with you a very recommendable young man they tell me that cord meyer is aviating at some camp near by but not having any machines they have had to spend their time touring the country in a high-powered motor had a long and gossipy letter from pat the other day containing details of many weddings and engagements even unto young blank blank all my classmates are doing the same stunt how about being original and waiting until the war is over and seeing who of the competitors are left i quite expect to be but it's luck i'm trusting to there's a lot of war left in the nations of europe one can never tell 
i may come home on permission in the french uniform with a wing on my collar when the american air service is a little further along it may be that we will be taken over from the french army i finished up in one division of the school the other day and passed to another for brevet the test for a military aviator i sort of had the impression that i wrote you a few weeks ago about it but not being sure run the risk of repetition which if any i hope you will excuse this epistle is being written out at the piste flying field waiting for the wind to drop enough to fly and with me seated amidst a bunch of russians so if there are any superfluous iskis or ovages in this you will understand why the russians are great flyers in fact they know so much about it that they never listen to their monitors and as a result break more machines than all the other pupils combined a month ago five of them went to the next school for acrobacy and in a week every one of them had killed himself i pulled a bit of the same russian stuff in the spiral class of the Bellero. all the work is solo never a flight double command so one has to get instructions on the ground and follow them in the air i used my head and senses in performing my first spiral instead of shutting my eyes doing what i had been told and trusting to god the result was that i made one more turn than i expected to and that being quite perpendicular not at all comme il faut in a blaireau why something did not break has been the wonder of the blaireau school but nothing did and we got down all right another time i planted a cuckoo on her nose which is not at all encouraged by the monitors tis quite a trick to balance a monoplane on its nose on the ground but i did it quite vertical she lay with me in the middle struggling with the safety belt and wondering which way it was going to fall my final appearance in the bailiero school was likewise spectacular the left wing hit a hole in the air which the right one didn't naturally things tipped then they wouldn't straighten and the one thing to do was to dive to the low side i did but forgot to shut off the motor a very steep and fast spiral resulted in which i lost five hundred feet and a half turn in about two seconds i think all with the motor going to beat the cars i must have been travelling at many hundreds of miles an hour once again nothing broke but it was no fault of mine that it didn't sincerely stuart five august twenty fifth nineteen seventeen i started from my altitude test three days ago the requirement is one hour above two thousand meters i got to one thousand nine hundred and fifty meters and one cylinder refused to fire so i was forced to come down the next morning i tried again got to nine hundred meters and the magneto ceased to function thereby stopping all progress i glided toward home but didn't have quite the height to make the piste so had to land in a nearby field just dodging a potato patch a flock of curious sheep came around and carefully examined the machine getting considerably mixed up in the wires of the open-tail construction and leaving considerable wool thereon when the mechanics eventually got the motor going i started off didn't get quite in the air before the motor went bad and then i ran into a bean patch gathering about a bushel of beans with the same tail wires yesterday morning i tried again climbed to two thousand and fourteen minutes and to three thousand five hundred meters eleven thousand five hundred feet in forty minutes i went up through some light clouds and when i got to three thousand five hundred to the top of my recording barograph more clouds had formed and i was practically shut off from the earth nothing but a beautiful sea of clouds below me a very beautiful sight 
one other machine was in sight far below me below the clouds where the air was very much churned up keeping me very busy just as soon as the time was up i came down with a pair of very chilled feet making the two thousand meters in five minutes to the ground no work since then on account of bad weather this morning i attended my first catholic funeral that of the commandant of the school who is the victim of mid-air collision a very unusual accident the other machine got down safely though badly smashed everybody in camp attended the funeral in the chapel of the artillery camp next door i understood none of the service but the music by a tenor and a cello was excellent while the cortege was going down the hill to the cemetery a newport circled overhead very low for half an hour or more and dropped a wreath was a very impressive ceremony i expect to start on triangle and petite voyage in a few days when they are done i will be breveted flyer in the french army then comes perfection work and acrobacy so it will be quite a while yet for me six august thirty first nineteen seventeen dear blank here it is almost september and i am still a dog gone elevé pilote verily every time i think of how the time passes along without results i go wild my complaint is caused by the west wind which is blown about twenty-five days during the month of august and seems likely to continue well on into september the only variety is an occasional storm for the past two weeks i have been waiting to start my voyages two trips to a town forty miles away and back and two other triangular trips about one hundred and eighty miles long each when they are done one becomes a pilote élevé and there is a great if subtle difference when the words are reversed an élevé pilote is the scum of the earth looked down on by mechanics pilots monitors and everyone else a pilote élevé can wear wings on his collar and is as good as anyone else he is permitted to fly in rough weather to take chances and is not in so much danger of getting radiated if he gets in trouble the proper thing to do on a triangle or petite voyage is to have something bust directly over a nice chateau make a skilful landing on the front lawn under the eyes of the admiring household and then be an enforced guest for a few days until one is rescued by a truck and mechanics one has to be very careful where the pont de moteur catches him lest he have to make his landing in a lake or on a forest which is apt to be a bit awkward one chap an american has been out on a triangle for two weeks staying at some country place and there are four others at another school near a big town waiting for weather to return reports give us to believe that they are having a much better time there than we are here between here and the point for the petite voyage a little bit off the route is the big future american aviation camp and also an artillery camp there are quite a bunch of fellows there quentin roosevelt cordmeyer etc i think every american that has left on his voyages in the last month has stopped there against all orders and been bawled out by the monitor one has to keep a recording barometer or altimeter machine a, a barograph during the voyages which indicates all stops one chap came back home the other day with a barometer record showing beyond the shadow of a doubt that he had made a stop of about fifteen minutes in route the monitor saw it and said allores all you americans stop off there i don't like it then the chap tried to explain how he had a pond and come down in a field out in the country somewhere fix the motor and come on home 
he almost got away with it but the monitor happened to snook around a bit and noticed on the tail very clearly written a good anglo-saxon name the name of the town and the date quite indisputable evidence i fully expect to have a pond there myself before long by the way to declare a short pause in my chronicle of aviation how about all those letters that are to follow if you try to tell me how good you are to your belgian soldier i refuse to believe a word until you treat me in the same way and i also refuse to accept any one as a marraine isn't that what you call these fairy godmother persons one is supposed to correspond with during the war and marry afterward how inconsiderate some of them are to take three or four soldiers just assuming that not more than one will survive however they may be wise to have more than one iron in the fire but my parenthesis grows apace i say i refuse a marraine until she approves her ability but let me see again does said moraine have to be a complete stranger it seems to me that is customary and also usually they are of different nationalities all of the foregoing weak line will be interpreted as a mere plea for that other letter i've never made this absence makes the heart grow fonder stuff at all even blank has given me up i remain to her only another of the forgotten conquests of the dead past this odd person bassett wandered in all dressed up like a patch of blue sky and i just had to let you know he was here with absolute confidence in each other's integrity we put our loving messages side by side by the way he is a good scout don't you think i have gotten to like him immensely since he has been here i never had a better time in my life than one evening in paris with chet however quiet the party he is the life of it it must be that i take my weekly shave in cold cold water with a dull dull razor oh happy thought tell the father and brothers hello from me also tell blank to drop me a line of what he's doing and when he's coming over Stuart. seven september first nineteen seventeen the wild man in the newport was out again this morning giving someone a joy ride there is a long straight stretch of road in front of our piece and he came down that several times a nasty puffy wind blowing which bothered him not at all flying only two or three feet off the ground in front of the piste is a telephone wire crossing the road he came along the road one hundred miles an hour until almost on top of the wire and jumped up just in time to clear it by a few feet really beautiful work he goes all over the surrounding country flying low hopping over trees and houses sometimes turning up sideways to slip between two trees a bit too close together to fly through sometimes dragging a wing through the space between a couple of hangars and doing vertical virages just in front of them it doesn't seem possible that any man can be so much a part of his machine can do it so consistently accurate that he never misses for this chap lumiere has never had a match a chap named lofgren started off on one of his brevet voyages a few days before i got ready for brevet he got quite a ways along ran into a storm went above it got caught in a cloud kept on for quite a long way being drifted by a strong wind then came down through the clouds and found that they were only four hundred feet above the ground after a while he found a place to land and came down safely he went to a farmhouse got his machine guarded and tied down in the meantime word had spread over the countryside that an aviator had come down there and the entire population came out to look him over a grand equipage drove up with a count who lived in a nearby chateau 
insisted that eddie come to the chateau and accept their hospitality there the fortunate ed stayed five days the countess talked english and also some house guests he hadn't brought a trunk so borrowed razor etc from the count went down to see the machine every day in the baronial baroche whenever he went to the little town in the vicinity all the kids followed him around the streets and when at last he left he was presented with a multiple of bouquets and had to kiss each and every donor he brought back pictures of the chateau a delightful-looking old place and numerous addresses eight at last the two weeks of wind and rain has ceased and now it is perfect weather a bit of a breeze and lots of sun for the last two days yesterday morning there weren't enough machines to go around so i did not work making the eighth consecutive day i hadn't stepped in a machine last evening i at last and with much rejoicing started out on my maiden voyage to another school about sixty kilometers away thirty seven point five miles it was delightfully easy nothing to do but climb two or three thousand feet and just sit there and watch the country unfold comparing the map-like surface of the earth spread out below with the map in the machine in good weather it is very easy to follow spot roads towns woods rivers and bridges railroad tracks get lost at high altitudes and are harder to find anyway one has to keep an eye open for a place to land within gliding distance in case of a pond always but the country is so flat and so much cultivated around here that it is absurdly simple i endeavored always to keep some pleasant-looking house or chateau in range in case of trouble for the french are proverbially hospitable to aviators in pond lying to descending coming back yesterday evening the sun was pretty low and the air absolutely calm nothing but the drone of the motor and the wind the only movements necessary an occasional slight pressure on the joystick to one side or the other to keep the proper direction i came very nearly going to sleep it was so peaceful up there several times closed my eyes and swayed a bit as a matter of fact one is perfectly safe at that altitude anything over a thousand feet because the machine at least this particular type won't get into any position from which one cannot get it out within two hundred meters at most but nevertheless i hadn't tried any impromptu falls as yet this morning i repeated the same identical performance because for some reason we have to do two petite voyages and had much the same kind of a time as yesterday on the way home one cylinder quit its job and threw oil instead covering me from head to foot and clouding up my goggles so i had to wipe them off about every minute when i got back the mechanics decided that the motor had died of old age and would have to be repaired so i am again without a machine having watched a beautiful afternoon pass by from the barracks when without my luck i'd be working but with a machine and weather i can be finished tomorrow. two triangles to do about two hundred kilometers a hundred and twenty-five miles each and i can do one in the morning and the other in the evening and then i'm breveted perhaps by day after tomorrow i'll start professione on newport i hope so nine since my last to father i have had some very interesting times first i finished my brevet with very little excitement made all my voyages and only got lost a little bit once then i saw two machines on the ground in a field made a rather dramatic spiral and steeply banked descent amidst a crowd of villagers and got away with it then found that machines belonged to two monitors who were bringing them from paris and had effected a 
pont de chateau being asked what i was doing i fortunately found a spark plug on the burn and got that repaired the rest of it was very easy a bit of flying in the rain which stings the face a bit but is not bad otherwise since i have been on the newport there are three sizes of machines on which one is trained starting with the larger double command and going to the smallest at pow we get another even smaller about as big as half a minute four times i went out with a ride bad weather crowded class and busted machines the same old story then last night i had my first rides with a monitor is rather oldish crabbed and new at his job a brand new aviator as you know when an airplane takes a turn it does not remain horizontal but banks up comme ça if you can interpret that illustration it shows signs of remarkable imaginative power allures one banks to take a turn and uses the rudder only a very little because the machine turns along when banked there is a sort of falling out feeling the first few times until one becomes a part of the machine to get back to the story this monitor does not like to bank his machine and sort of sidles round the corners keeping it quite flat and almost slipping out to the outside of the turn i've done many fool things in a machine and made many mistakes but never have i been so scared in anything in my life as when riding with this monitor a monitor is supposed to let the pupil drive as much as he is able but this bird never lets me make a move and when we got through told me i was too brutal i was never madder in my life and cursed nice american cuss words all the way home there's a fifteen kilo rod and a seatless tractor back to camp to improve a bad humor well this morning i saw some more rides impending and didn't like it so asked the chef de piste to put me with another monitor he had to know why and i registered my kick which practically said that the first monitor didn't know his business and couldn't drive that i was scared to ride with him the chef was a bit sarcastic and told me to take two rides with another monitor to show how i could make a virage i did it the way i've been accustomed to making a fairly short turn when we got down the monitor said patent american stunning or something like that to the chef the chef had meanwhile communicated my complaint to the first monitor and he was the maddest man i ever saw demanded what ces types là indicating me wanted said the virages i had just made were dangerously banked the monitor i was with didn't mind though then all three started arguing at once at me and i spelled all the french i knew about that time i thought of what you had just told me in a letter about trusting your latin which advice and remarks i have come to agree with very much my admiration for the french has waxed less daily and here i realized that i had very successfully made a fool out of the man who was supposed to be my teacher and he fully resented it then of all things the lieutenant without further remarks said i was to continue with my first monitor my heart sank into my feet i had visions of staying in that class without rides or with only rides and fights for months i rode no more this morning and what was my delight to find that this evening my bewhiskered pal had left on permission i got another monitor a fine one who put his hands on the side of the machine and let me do everything with a bit of assistance on the landing which is different from what i've been doing on the caudron seven rides and a finish the twenty-three metre to-morrow morning it wasn't very good but got by ten things for me are going all right have made progress on the newport since last i wrote and will fly alone soon as regards the u s army things are at a standstill until i get to paris 
which will be a week or so i hope to go to the front in a french esquadrille and in an american uniform some say it can be done some that it cannot it sounds so sensible that i am afraid there must be some regulation against it eleven september twenty seventh nineteen seventeen since last i wrote a regular letter considerable has taken place first i am now at pau having finished up avord have sent postcards to father right along to keep track of movements after brevet was over i did not take the customary permission of forty-eight hours but went straight to work on newport d c double command one cannot learn a great deal riding with an instructor only about enough to keep from smashing and landing because one never knows when the instructor is messing with the controls when it's one's self there are five kinds of newports differing mainly in size the smaller being faster and more agile in the air being adapted to eccentric flying they are twenty eight twenty three eighteen fifteen thirteen the baby newport at avord i had about a week of d c on twenty eight and twenty three the numbers refer to size of wings with several days of no work then some days on twenty three alone and finally on eighteen alone the landings are a bit different from those of the machines i had been flying as they are faster and the machines are quite nose-heavy in the air the nose-heavy feature makes them fly themselves that is according to the speed of the motor the machine will rise and climb or piquet and descend with never a touch from the pilot if the weather is not bad the newport will correct itself automatically from all displacements but in landing the nose-heavy feature causes a great many capotages if the landing isn't done about right with the tail low over she goes on her nose or all the way on to her back it is a very common occurrence and has become almost a joke when a pupil capotes everybody kids him no one hurries over to see if he is hurt not at all he climbs out from under usually cursing and in ten minutes the truck is out to salvage the wreck it is astounding the way smashes are taken as a matter of course yesterday one chap in landing hit another machine demolishing both but not touching either pilot being worth some fifteen thousand or twenty five thousand dollars but no one seemed to worry it's very much a matter of course the monitor was a little peeved because he will be short of machines for a few days but that was all i've seen as many as ten machines flat on their backs or with tails high in the air on one field at the same time for myself i haven't capoted or busted any wood since the blériotes but i'm knocking on the wooden table now on several occasions it has been only luck that saved me as i've made many rotten landings well to get back to the diary after finishing at avord i waited around for two days to get papers fixed up requested and obtained permission and then decided not to use it and left straight for pau after fond farewells to the friends i had been with for three and a half months looking back i didn't have such a bad time at avord after all though i did get terribly tired of the living conditions my trip to pau i put down to experience i discovered one schedule not to travel by in future leaving avord at two fifteen i got to bourges at two forty five and found that the train left at seven twenty nine fortunately there was another chap from the school on the train arthur blumenthal an old princeton football star whom i have gotten to know quite well so we managed to waste the afternoon together at seven twenty nine i started another half hour's journey at the end of which the timetable said that the train for bordeaux left at ten thirty this is all p m 
at this town there were some american engineers so i embraced the fellow countrymen in a strange land finished up a not very gay evening by attending the movies a most odd institution clouds of tobacco smoke obscured the screen and most of the action was around the bar at one side of the hall nobody was drunk but nearly everyone was drinking and very gay this was merely saturday night in a small town of the provinces not in gay paris at ten fifteen i got in a first-class compartment and tried to find a comfortable position in which to sleep at two fifteen a m i had mussed up my clothes considerably lost my temper and not slept a wink then we had to change again the rest of the morning i sat opposite an american officer a queer old fogey and we tried to kid each other into thinking we were sleeping with no success arrived at bordeaux at seven a m and found that the train for pau left immediately so i missed out on breakfast too oh it was a hectic trip my idea of a very unpleasant occupation is that of a travelling salesman in france End of section two.